0: The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Exploring our oneness with spirit and each other. Unity Online Radio.
2: And I am the senior assistant minister at Christ Universal Temple in Chicago, Illinois. Where the Reverend Derek B. Wells is the senior minister, and the Reverend Doctor Johnny Coleman is the founder. We're in the still in the midst of our series, "How to Have Unexpected Income." Uh, this series is based upon the book "How to Have Unexpected Income" by John Wolcott Adams, and this book is an easy read. It's right to the point that helps you work with um, how do you transform your consciousness to be open and receptive to prosperity, abundance, and unexpected income. The real thing about it is is it teaches you how to do the mental disciplines necessary to shift and transform the consciousness. Now, one of the things that we're going to be talking about today, especially with Chapter 4, what is prayer treatment, is really the process that changes The way we think, because uh, the paraphrase Napoleon Hill, uh, most people are, are are not born into a prosperity consciousness. Therefore, the default is to think of lack, limitation and not enough. Therefore, we have to be highly intentional about developing a prosperity consciousness. You have to be highly intentional about succeeding. You have to be highly intentional about doing well. You have to be highly intentional about looking good. You have to be highly intentional with anything that goes along with your well-being. You have to be highly intentional about your health. You have to be highly intentional about uh successful and healthy relationships you have to be highly intentional about doing well in your job on your job or at your business if we don't the default consciousness of of lack and limitation that society gives us and the sometimes just procrastination and laziness that might be a part of our upbringing You know, if we're not seeing people who are go-getters, who are striving to 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 make life better for themselves and others in in, uh, legal and healthy ways, we might not even know what that looks like. So we have to be highly intentional about building a prosperity consciousness. And I'm going to keep saying that again. Highly intentional about building a prosperity consciousness. Therefore, I've requested that all of the listeners of my show whether you're listening live or you're listening later on the website on itunes or stitcher to get the book how to have unexpected income not because i'm getting anything out of the book i didn't write the book and um i've talked to the author who's who who was a pleasant man on the phone by the way uh, uh unity minister reverend john walcott adams uh but because i believe that when you're studying the work You're doing the work. You're listening to the podcast and you're being intentional. You are helping the shift, helping the shift. So you don't just want to listen to it, which is good. Get the material in your hands because once you learn it and then allow the Holy Spirit within you, your true Christ nature, your true I am nature to do the teaching. Not only will you get it, but you'll be able to help others get it as well. That counts. That matters. So make sure that you get the book. Um, I believe th- uh, his ministry is called Golden Key Ministries, and it's also available, excuse me, Golden Key Publications, and uh, uh, Golden Key Publications, but I believe online is Golden Key Ministries, but if you just type in the book, How to Have Unexpected Income, or John Walcott Adams, you should be able to pull up the information that you need to get the book. Anyway, so let's get to it. So today... We're starting off with chapter four. What is prayer treatment? And the author starts off by saying prayer and treatment mean more or less the same thing. Whether you say prayer or treatment or prayer treatment, you are invoking universal spiritual power for good. That's the first thing. You are invoking universal spiritual power for good. Then he goes on to say this should not be confused with beseeching or begging for something because it is already yours. So let me stop here for a moment. This is where metaphysics turns into the mental science because what we're actually doing is being deliberate, yet again, intentional about framing the mind to think in a certain way. To shatter old paradigms and create new ones, new ones that are based upon prosperity, abundance, God as the source, us being one with God and one with our source, one with abundance, us being aware of prospering ideas, us being aware of opportunities and possibilities. As the scripture says, you know, uh, when the prophet, uh, I believe it was Elisha, said to his follower, his servant, uh, Lord open his eyes so he may see sometimes the context or the paradigm through which we see life is closed to the opportunities of abundance so what we do with the mental science aspect of new thought. Because there's an aspect of the mysticism where we do the, the deeper prayer, the meditation, the sitting in the silence, the, you know, the, uh, you know Beckwith called the life visioning process, etc., which I'm teaching a class on for those who are in the Chicagoland area beginning next Monday. We, we have to, to, many times to get to that deeper level, sometimes we have to clean the mind of the debris that's interfering with the free flow of God. So we're not praying and treatment, treating to make it so. We're affirming and aligning our minds with the truth. And we're saying, I'm parking my mind here and I'm not moving. I'm staying right here. So we don't affirm to make it true. We affirm it because it is true. It's true as a possibility and a potentiality in God. If I'm one with God and God is the source of all good and God is omnipresence, omnipotence, omniscience, then I'm one with all of that. And my good is everywhere equally present. And God has nothing but prospering ideas for, for me. And God has the power to bring it into my life experience. And I'm one with God. Therefore, the power to manifest all of this indwells me. Not like a raisin is in, a, is in raisin bread, but like the, the wave is one with the ocean. Like the wood is in a wood lectern. You can't separate the wood out of the wooden lectern, and it's, and you still have a lectern. God in us is our true spiritual nature. So, the author goes on to, to write on the 23 of my book. From my understanding, there might be a f- few versions of this floating around. Prayer treatment is affirming that which is true, regardless of appearances. We need to stop there again. Prayer treatment is affirming that which is true regardless of appearances. So we're not saying that these facts aren't happening. What we're doing is training the mind to shift from the appearances, shift from the what the five senses are telling us, and plant itself, in the truth about god the truth about god prayer treatment is affirming what is true true about what about god and if it's true about god and you're one with god and it's true about you it says and in spite of the fact that your declaration may not seem to be true so he's basically saying that when you start first start affirming this spiritual mind treatment for unexpected income, your mind is going to pull up all type of stuff. Oh, this is ridiculous. This is nonsense. You know, you know, you start looking at, you know, the bills. You start looking at the responsibilities. You start looking at the mistakes. You're looking at the times you wish you could have a do over. You're looking at what's coming down the pike. And you say, this doesn't make sense because we're looking at the, f- the facts and the appearances. But here's the thing. Facts change. Facts change all the time. And we can't get mesmerized by appearances because when, once we become mesmerized by appearances, the, the infinite wisdom of God can't guide us through because we become closed off to what God is trying to do in our lives. When we do the prayer treatment, we're opening ourselves up to the infinite flow of God. To the infinite wisdom, to the infinite substance, to the infinite love, to the infinite power, to the infinite life. That's the process. So he goes on to say, when you use prayer, which is scientific prayer, that's another way of looking at prayer treatment. Scientific prayer, prayer with a definite purpose, prayer with a definite reason, prayer that's done a certain kind of way. You are expanding your belief system in order to incorporate prosperity-producing ideas. So when I am using scientific prayer, I'm enlarging the territory of my mind. So my belief system, which is what I accept as true, can not incorporate the rich ideas of God. See, if my mind isn't open to the prosperity, priority producing ideas the rich ideas of god the abundant ideas of god then the ideas can come and i won't even be aware of them they can drop in my mind consciously and i'll dismiss them because i don't believe it's possible because if the idea doesn't fit into my belief system if the idea doesn't fit into your belief system it doesn't make a difference how good the idea is it's outside the realm of possibility. Therefore, I dismiss it. Therefore, you have to create a paradigm in which this is possible for you. Somebody has to be the, the person who is the trailblazer. Now, in your space, you might literally have to be the, the person who shifts the consciousness of a whole family. But when people see that it's possible for you, then you can teach those who are under you or those who wa- with you who want to learn. Because believe me, this is a want to learn thing. This is a want to learn thing. I wish it was different, but this is definitely a want to learn thing. I've from talking with metaphysical teachers, uh, new thought ministers, uh, practitioners, and teachers throughout the years, and being one, I can tell you, this is a want to learn thing. Many times, the people closest to people who are true student teachers teaching ideas like this have people around them that have don't want anything to do with it, and that's cool too because they have to walk their own soul journey. But we need to make sure that we're the example and, and sometimes we're not only the example, we're the conduit through which our family is blessed even when they can't don't understand it initially. Anyway, move on moving on. He says, in other words, you are changing your mind for the better. When your thinking changes, the outer expression changes accordingly. When my thinking changes, my outer expression expressions change. When my thinking changes my outer expressions change when my thinking changes i'm not seeing if we're not seeing the outer experiences changing there's a disconnect you see the disconnect from what we really hold to be true and what we believe in consciousness or we have some level of surface belief that does not drive action because if you really believe something and it becomes it becomes habitual beliefs in other words things that function on automatic no more or excuse me not no more no different than we have thoughts feelings beliefs attitudes uh, uh that pop up now without us giving much conscious thought to them Because once that happens, it drives behavior because it drives outlook. It drives your paradigm. It drives your context. And you literally live from it. Therefore, your actions are consistent with it. So when you really believe in the that you are a rich child of a rich God and God's abundance is your abundance, then opportunity after opportunity will present itself for you to act like it. Anyway, moving on. He goes on to say, change occurs when you have convinced your subconscious mind that something is true. Uh, 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 Dr. Coleman, Johnny Coleman, used to always say that the subconscious mind is like a tape recorder. And what we its job is to play back in our lives what we put on it. The tape recorder doesn't care what you uh, record on it. It's only going to play back what you give it. So the subconscious mind will play back the belief system we have in general and even specifically when it comes to certain, certain things. So in other words, we might have a higher level of awareness around one thing than we do another. So we're always doing that ebb and flow because in this part of my life I'm winning but in this other part of life I might be struggling because my belief systems around that aspect of my life might need some some freshening up. It might need a complete overhaul depending on how challenging it gets. We need to be mindful of that. Really be open and receptive to the Understanding that you literally are shifting and training the subconscious mind to automatically think in alignment with truth, to automatically think in alignment with prosperity, to automatically think in alignment with health, to automatically think in alignment with peace, to automatically think in alignment with joy, to automatically think in alignment with love, to automatically think in alignment with wisdom, etc., etc., etc. It's a part of the process change occurs when you have convinced your subconscious mind that something is true because it's the subconscious mind's job to manifest that which we hold in consciousness and here's the thing about the subconscious mind it says subconscious for a reason Which means most of it is unconscious. So once the subconscious mind accepts something as true, it does it automatically without conscious thought. Therefore, that's great when it's something that we want in life. But it also means that when things are popping up over and over again in our lives that don't make sense, we need to evaluate what's happening In our subconscious mind, and because it's subconscious, that means we have to become contemplative. We have to have some critical thinking. We got to do some prayer work. We got to get into the forgiveness. We have to really do our inner work and 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 get into our spiritual practices because it's subconscious. And maybe ninety to ninety five percent of the thoughts that we're doing are just uh, thoughts that we're thinking are just recycled subconscious mind thoughts that are just giving us the same playback or the same life experiences over and over and over and over and over again. That's how it works. So uh, we're about a minute and a half away from our first break. So I do want to remind you that uh, you can call into the show and ask questions at 888-558-6489, 888-558-6489. Uh, I also want to remind you that this show, along with all the other shows on, on Unity Online Radio, are supported by donations. So, as you freely give, freely receive, rather, fr- please freely give. You can go to unity.fm and click on the donate but- button and help support this online ministry that is taking this message of empowerment around the world. Around the world. We don't know who is listening and where they're listening. But if we're a stand for the goodness in humanity and the transformation of society, then supporting this type of work is a good thing. Also to remind you that this show has a Facebook page, Truth Transforms with Reverend Galen McDowell. Uh, It's the easiest way to get in contact with me. I also post videos and quotes and different things that I think, can help you in the your consciousness shift to help support your your inspirational thinking etc cetera, etc cetera. so with that we're going to take our first break and we'll be right back with truth transforms.
0: I'm Dr. Tom Shepard, host of Let's Talk About It on Unity Online Radio. In my studies of world religions, I've repeatedly encountered two central spiritual questions. How do we make sense of life, and how do we live it more successfully? You're invited to explore these two questions with me in my new book, The Many Faces of Prayer, How the Human Family Meets Its Spiritual Needs. You'll be amazed at the remarkable ways people have learned to pray to their gods and to celebrate life individually and as communities of faith. Learn more at unitybooks.org. At the base of all life is the infinite wellspring of Source, and each of us has a unique way of expressing that Source as an individualized soul. Do you enjoy the company of inspiring people who are living on purpose? Do you want to live joyfully attuned to your own unique soul expression? Host Reverend Kristen Powell welcomes you to join the gathering of souls who live this way. You'll meet artists, naturalists, and other soulful expressions that will inspire you to call forth the most alive, passionate version of yourself. Get into the natural stream of your own soul by tuning into Soulstream live every Wednesday at noon Central Time on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. The river she is flowing, flowing and flowing. The river she is flowing down to the sea.
1: Thank you for tuning in to Truth Transforms. Now here's your host, Reverend Galen
2: McDowell. Welcome back to Truth Transforms. Yet again, we're in the midst of the series, How to Have Unexpected Income, based upon the book of the same name by uh, the Reverend John Wolcott Adams. And I'm on page 24 of my book, which is page 2 of chapter 4. And he starts talking about the superconscious and subconscious mind. And some people might not be familiar with the superconscious mind, but the superconscious mind is the God mind in you. You know, and and I've talked to some other shows about the, the structure of the the soul as taught in the what we would call the unity metaphysics uh, that as Charles and Myrtle Fillmore taught it, which is the superconscious mind or the God mind, the conscious mind and the subconscious mind. So just the understanding that I have within me. This creative mind, this God mind, this realm of divine ideas within me, this kingdom of God or heaven in me, this elevated level of awareness. I use the term to hook up because it's my way of me saying it's the aspect of me that knows I'm one with God. It's my it's my higher awareness. It's my awareness of my I am nature. It's, it already knows. So the super, super consciousness needs no evolution. It's It it already is. But anyway, so he goes on to say it is through the super conscious mind that the universal substance is poured into the mold that you create with your imagination and faith. So you have to accept it in your subconscious mind. But through the aspect of universal or divine law, working with God mind. And many teachers teach this differently. I, tr- I normally don't try to do the end around it, um, as this gentleman does. I just go right to super conscious, conscious, subconscious mind, divine law expression. Uh, but it can be taught in many ways. So it's not a right or wrong my way or anybody else's way. The idea that we're all trying to get across is this. Once the subconscious mind accepts it, God is divine mind. God is infinite intelligence. God is divine law or universal law, cause and effect, law of attraction, law of mind action. Whatever term you use, molds what you create in your imagination and faith. In other words, uh, and what I like to say is to, is God mind divine law universal law principle. Is using your mental equivalent, which is, as Emmett Fox would state, is your mental clarity and your conviction of feeling. So anyway, uh, Reverend Coleman would use the uh a statement like this. She would say, "The, the substance of God is like a great piece, big piece of, of cookie dough, and your mind is like a cookie cutter. And with this, just like a cookie cutter has shapes that that, that gives form to the formless dough, you want." Christmas tree cookies you want reindeer cookies whatever the the cookie cutter is only going to shape out of the formless a shape and out of this universal potentiality this realm of infinite possibility that we call the substance of God our thinking is what molds and shapes experience into our lives alright Back to the book. He says, prayer treatment empowers you to experience what you truly desire. It is different, however, than random thinking and speaking. In other words, yet again, it is highly intentional. It is highly intentional. And I keep saying that because I want it to be drilled in your mind. There is no lazy way to developing a prosperity consciousness. There is no lazy way to developing a consciousness of truth there's no lazy way in enlarging the territory of your mind in a positive way so you have to be as the next sentence says definite and positive speaking specific prayer treatment gives definite positive direction to your thought process now thought is mental energy vibrational impulse so when you're thinking in a definite way you're directing energy in a definite way so that's another way of looking at it when I think a certain in a definite way I'm directing energy in a definite way where do I want my mental energy vibrational impulse to go how do I want my mental energy vibrational impulse to show up something to think about Yet again, I want to remind you that you can call into the show at 888-558-6489, 888-558-6489. I encourage the calls. I'll still finish whatever I need to finish uh, because I've had people tell me that on more than one occasion they didn't want to stop me. But, hey, questions do matter. All right. It goes on to say it provides direct contact with universal substance, which is always at hand, waiting, as it were, to manifest according to your thoughts and spoken word. So as I understand how to use my thought and spoken word in a definite way, my life becomes more intentional because I'm using my power in an intentional way. He goes on to say, speaking audibly is best because it gives the prayer treatment more power and makes greater impact on your mind. I like to say it simply this way. Sometimes I need to hear myself saying it. When I'm speaking the word, I'm giving it power. I'm bringing it into life. When I speak something, I'm actually bringing it into physical reality as a word. So as I speak it, I'm also am I'm using my body. I'm becoming one with that which I am saying. When I speak it and I start to speak it over and over again and speak it over and over again, it, um, it's, it's vibrational. You know, Charles Fillmore wrote that every time you speak, the atoms in your body vibrate and change form. So we're literally using, as he would call it, the atom-smashing power of mind. As I speak, I'm shifting the vibration of my own body and environment. And then it might sound mystical and things of that nature, but yet again, as quantum physics would say, that even the observer changes that which is observed. So as you speaking, you're impacting your consciousness, sometimes you need to hear yourself saying it. All right. He goes on to say the author, sometimes it may be necessary to repeat the same words over and over until the impression is made on your subconscious mind or until a definite change has occurred. So. You have to, like Jacob said, I'm not going to let you go until you bless me. I'm going to say this prayer, and I'm going to say this prayer, and I'm going to say this prayer, or treatment, 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 denials and affirmations, all the same things. All those are forms of treatment. Until I get it. Until. I start to see either I have a sense of knowing in my soul that I got it, really, really have it, and or I start to see the mountains move, whatever the mountain is in your space. And that doesn't mean once you start to see it happen that you stop and slow down. No, now it's time to ramp it up. I'm not going to let you go until you bless me. It's one of my one of my favorite stories is Charles Fillmore um, was praying in his office and somebody that was an employee at Unity heard him pray and they liked the prayer. And after he was finished praying, the the man said to him, that was a wonderful prayer. Uh, How often do you pray that prayer? And Charles Fillmore, according to the story, said, I've prayed that prayer over a thousand times. The same prayer over and over again think about the discipline it takes to pray the same prayer the same prayer over a thousand times I'm not gonna let you go until you bless me think about the shift in consciousness that that creates I'm not gonna let you go until you bless me so if you sit in and, and day after day several times a day same prayer same prayer Weeks go by, months go by, years go by even. I'm not going to let you go until you bless me. You're holding on to this idea and you're concentrating on it so high that you change the vibration of the way you think. Charles Fillmore wrote in the the revealing word that, that prayer is the most highly accelerated mind action known to man, which means that there's normal mind action. There's the normal way the mind thinks at a vibratory rate. And then when we start to use these prayer treatments, when we, we, as he would call, synchronize with the Christ mind or the superconscious mind through prayer, we accelerate mind action, which means we accelerate that which is possible to demonstrate in our lives. You want to speed up your life, get your prayer game together. That's how you speed your life up. How much time do you dedicate to your prayer meditation time? During your, how much time are you spending on your prayer treatment time? How much time are you are you visualizing or visioning or working with your good mentally? I'm not talking about just the reading part of it because that's good, and I'm a reader and a researcher, uh, and I believe that this that's a, it's a spiritual component to that. If that's how you learn, it's one of the ways I learn because it makes me contemplate. But sometimes you have to just be intentional about day after day after day doing the same thing. Going to the gym, trying to get these biceps bigger, I gotta do these curls, I gotta do these deadlifts, I gotta do this bench press over and over and over and over again. Over and over and over again. And if you're trying to build your biceps up, why are you working on your calves? If if it's something that you know you need to specifically focus on You need to be laser beam about it I tell people this all the time Especially when it comes to healing If, you, if you're working on a healing That means you should be reading about healing you should be listening to stuff about healing. You should be praying about healing. You should be meditating about healing. You should be calling prayer lines, uh, U- CUT prayer line, UFBL prayer line, uh, unity, silent unity, wh- whoever centers for spiritual living, whatever their prayer line is, working with uh, prayer partners, mastermind groups, everything has to be healing. Healing. What's well, the same thing with prosperity. If that's the breakthrough that you need, I'm not going to let you go until you bless me. So you, you, you're you listening to whoever you need to listen to. You're watching what you need to watch. You're going to see who you ever need to see. You're re- doing your research. You're doing your affirmations and denials around prosperity. You're doing your visualization. You're doing your visioning. You're sitting in the silence. You're having conversations with people who know more about money and prosperity than you do. Don't I'm not I'm not going to let you go until you bless me. You got to get for real about this. He goes on to say, speaking, uh, he goes on to say, well, let me, I think I've said enough about that. Page 25, while using a prayer treatment for any purpose, allow yourself to recognize universal substances, omniscience, omnipotence, and omnipresence, and that you are inseparably, inseparably unified with it. I'm one with my good. That's what I was saying earlier. As I pray this treatment, I'm just—it's it's a mental exercise to remind me of my spiritual oneness. Get that? It's a mental exercise to remind me of my spiritual oneness with God. He goes on to say, "When you do this, you will be greatly empowered. Nothing is impossible to you because you will make yourself a willing instrument through which spirit." Spiritual substance has an open channel for expressing its good. So yet again, all of this is about getting in alignment. That's why he says this is not a get-rich-quick scheme. This is a life transformation technique. This is an open-yourself-up-to-who-you-are-spiritually technique. This is an awareness-of-your-oneness-with-God technique. But we can't get there without the mental discipline needed To shift our minds from where we are to where we want to be. And here's the thing. Once you open yourself up to spirit, you won't even realize where you need to be. Where you thought you needed to be. Well, sometimes, God will give you a vision, a dream that's so big, it's beyond anything you even thought of. And so big that it might... Even stagger Scare you or pause you Because Which means now you got to work on your consciousness Some some more so you can get to the yes Of what's possible for you in God Back to the book Prayer treatment is a highly spiritualized Activity of the mind In which you conceive Realize And accept Ooh, that's powerful Conceive, realize and accept Can I conceive it can I realize it? Can I accept what? Inner peace, poise, power, and the abundance of happiness, health, and success according to your desires, my desires. I have to accept what's possible for me. I have to be able to conceive it. I have to be able to realize it and accept it. It's for me. I deserve it. I deserve to be blessed. I deserve to be prosperous. I deserve to be healthy. I deserve to be peaceful. I deserve love. I deserve to look good. I deserve it. I had to throw the look good part in because, you know, I'm somewhat vain. But anyway, it goes on to say, in this spiritual activity, you practice the presence of God. You practice it. You practice so with anything you want to be good at you have to practice so to be able to tap into your infinite potential as a spiritual being you have to practice being spiritual that is what only makes sense you know i'm a big time nba basketball fan i mean i love all sports But it's nothing like basketball, NBA basketball. So right now with the NBA playoffs going on, this is the best time of the year. Outside of the fact that the Chicago Bulls aren't in the playoffs. But that's not what this show is about. Anyway, to be able to play basketball at the NBA level requires not only an abundance of talent, but the discipline to maximize it practice as alan iverson used to say we're, we're talking about practice practice yes practice because how you practice shows up in the game how you practice it is widely known in nba circles that michael jordan was the best practice player any coach or player ever saw that he practiced like it was the game 7 of the NBA finals and the person who I've heard is the is like was also like that or is like that is Kobe Bryant drive 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 and here's the thing when you you have to drive yourself or be driven by your habits, or be driven by your procrastination, or be driven by your upbringing, or be driven by your uh, ethnic or gender biases, etc., etc. It's just it's just a mindset. It's just a mindset. Are, are we taking a break? Okay, all right, so moving on back to the book it says there's no limit to what you may realize and demonstrate you know i just recently had a conversation with somebody who is really really doing it big and the person just reminded me what's possible when you're living in your lane And you show forth the discipline to do what you need to do to transform your consciousness and back it up with the actions. It was eye opening for me. But here's the thing. It only works. If you work it. It only works. If you work it. All right. So. Page twenty-seven, chapter five. We're going to transition into uh, this chapter. So he gives us a couple of uh, pointers to, to, to how we work with the prayer treatment. First of all, he says, number one, use the prayer treatment for the unexpected for unexpected income every day, beginning now. So now is the acceptable time. Start now. All right. What East wrote, when I say use, I mean speak the words of the treatment. Reading the treatment silently is powerful in itself, but there's much more energy released by affirming the words aloud. The words you speak set up a vibration that goes out into the furthest reaches of the universe and makes a definite impact upon divine substance. Turn the page. Do not underestimate the power of your spoken word and here's the thing every time you use it in a definite way you're making it more powerful every time you align it with the truth of who you are spiritually you make it more powerful so make sure that you're using it and speaking it aloud every day number two use the prayer treatment at least once or twice daily i would suggest that you do it twice that's just my suggestion and if possible, have a copy of it at work or at your business or desk or type it out on your phone and on and, and your notes. Like iPhones have notes. I don't know what the equivalent of that is in Android phones or Microsoft phones. But if you have a smartphone, then actually type it out if you have to and pull it up on your phone and you're at lunch or you're on break or you're sitting in your car. Affirm it. Again, here, which, which, see, when when you are trying to shift, you got to explode out. And I know, you know, some folks are going along with, you know, the gradual bill, but the gradual is, is, is the preparation. But when you, when you want to really, you know, what I mean by that, you're studying, you're working, whatever, but I'm saying sometimes in life to really go for what you want, you have to explode out the gate. And how you explode out of the gate is exploding out of the gate of your mind. I'm not talking about action in the physical realm. I'm talking about mental action. So, reading it when you get up in the morning, affirming it out loud, and minimally affirming it at night before you go to sleep, before you, you know, before you put your head to the pillow, and if possible, even during the day, however you need to make it work, minimally two times. But I say if you can do it two times, then why not three? And maybe why not five? You can set a, a, a calendar on your phone or reminders on your phone, affirm the the, the, uh, the prayer treatment, affirm the prayer treatment. And all you have to do is then shift at these designated times. I'm affirming this prayer treatment. Why? I'm not going to let you go until you bless me. He goes on to say in the book under this point, the uh, daily use of the prayer treatment is essential to create the steady flow of money and other good things that will come to you. Approach this activity as exactly as you would anything that you really want to experience. The more important it is to you, the more enthusiastic you will be. Enthusiasm is success energy. So he said put some zeal, put some enthusiasm behind this. Put some energy behind it. Reverend Ike would say feeling is the blessing. Do you feel it? So you might start affirming it initially and not feel it. You're going to have to, for lack of terms, fabricate the feeling at first. Until you can build up and convince your subconscious mind that this is true for you. Again, this is about being definite and highly intentional. Number three sincerely desire unexpected income for everyone who's using the, the prayer treatment. so he's basically saying that there are other people who will be praying this prayer with you as a collective consciousness. everybody thats that's ever bought this book and is using this prayer treatment is using this prayer treatment with you. Everybody that's listening to these podcasts or this show live is doing this prayer treatment with you. So we want all of the people to be blessed with the prosperity. He says uh, that remember there are thousands of people using this prayer treatment each day. Like you, they desire unexpected income for themselves, but they're also desiring it for you. Thus, tremendous prospering power is generated that benefits everyone. One can only imagine how much prospering energy is flowing because of everyone's activity. In addition, be assured that it has a definite positive impact on the whole planet. So as I be lifted up, I will draw all people onto me. Which means as I start to rise in consciousness, I I affect the collective consciousness of humanity. Alright? So I'm praying for everybody and everybody's praying for me that's using this prayer treatment. That's what it's saying. All right. Then he says at the bottom of page 29, sincerely desiring the same for others demonstrates complete unselfishness and helps you prosper even as others do. There's more than enough for everyone. All right. Number four, have faith. He says, hold your faith and expectations high. Believe you receive. I posted on the Truth Transform right before the show on Truth Transforms, um, an article I wrote called Faith Over Fear. And I want you to go to Facebook, like it, share it, etc. But more importantly, read it, absorb it, because what it's saying is you can choose faith over fear. So the author says, It is according to your faith that it is done unto you. That's quoting Jesus. He would tell people, According to your faith, be it done unto you. What can you accept mentally with conviction? He says, you cannot expect this or anything else to work for you unless you put your complete faith and trust in it. And that just makes sense. To say something doesn't work and you haven't gone all out to see if it does or doesn't, doesn't make sense. That's like not treating um, your significant other right and then saying relationships don't work. Just let that land. You know, treat your spouse improperly, and uh, and you're not for marriage. Marriage's not for you. Well, maybe you just didn't know how to interact. Maybe you didn't know how to communicate. Maybe you were selfish. Maybe you were unevenly yoked. It can be many things. Maybe you should have got married in the first place, which is another conversation for another day. But anyway, the point that I'm making is this: hold your faith and expectations high. Hold your faith. I'm working this because I believe that it'll work. Number five, put God first financially. He wrote, give your tithes 10% of all you receive back to God, the source of your rich supply. Do so without fail and do it first. What are we doing? We're priming the pump. We're putting the water into the pump so we can get more water out. We're planting the seed so we can get a harvest. And it's a chapter on that that we'll deal with that in a, in a more of a way. But you also have to realize that, the, the biggest fear that people have is that they don't have enough the aspect the, 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 the law of giving and receiving says to receive you have to give so you break the belief in lack through giving but again we're being systematic in our giving because the tithing is just giving is giving back to the sp- place or space where you receive your spiritual nourishment so whoever is the source of your uh, spiritual um um support that's where the tithe should go there's no only way to say that where you get fed is where your tithe should go all right um and i say that for all the preachers out there with 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 churches that people will tend to miss that point that we don't have a problem spending our money you know, a, a personal you know will go to the movie theaters. If you if it's you and a and a, uh, 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 and a date, or you your spouse and a couple of kids, you're spending a lot of money on tickets fifteen dollar tickets, sixteen eighteen dollar tickets, three D and all that popcorn and ices and pop and Twizzlers and all that. We, we'll spend that no problem, but we have challenges when it comes to church. We have problems when it comes to ministers. We'll go to a fast food place and don't have a problem spending eight, nine dollars on a Big Mac meal. But let the offering basket pass in church or at the class in the class. And then we wonder why we're poor. Not saying that that's the only reason, but the belief in lack says I, that my priorities are backwards and I'm giving it to something. Giving it to that is, is like is it, not giving you it's a giving to that which supports your wellness anyway moving on i'll talk more about that when we get to the chapter number six open your mind to every possibility look to god for your supply do not limit the number of channels to which his abundance may come to you that that explains itself you have to be open so you start praying for prosperity look for opportunities look for possibilities look for open doors god will start opening doors because you are in tune and in alignment with truth he goes on to say, since God is within you, your supply must be always be where you are. I'm always my supply. I am my supply because I am is God in me. He goes on to say, next paragraph, you ought to yourself to let go of old limited ways of thinking and claim more of the good God has for you. Number seven accept god gives according to your acceptance so accept above all do it with gratitude you may pray and pray for riches but it is only through your ability to accept the good that the infinite can give it to you so if your if your mind is closed if your hand is closed how can you receive it doesn't make sense you have to be present to that all right he says on the next page the gratitude attitude is your open sesame to universal riches do I have an attitude of of gratitude. Number 8 persist. You got to keep pushing through. You can't stop. You have to be relentless. You can't compromise when it comes to your prosperity. Your life is on the line, literally. You have to be persistent. You have to keep pushing through. I'm unstoppable in getting my prosperity. I'm unstoppable in getting my breakthrough. I'm unstoppable in being my blessing Now this isn't a free get out of jail car for being rude, disrespectful or doing things illegal. what this is saying is uh, within the within the context of wisdom and love, I'm unstoppable. I'm going to be persistent in the achievement of that which I desire. See, see, we have to get to the point of being unreasonable when it comes to getting our good. We we become reasonable. We become logical. Spiritual giants aren't logical people. I've never met a spiritual, a highly spiritualized individual who is logical. They're highly illogical. It's me. Highly illogical because what they're saying don't make sense to the human sense of con- human sense of thinking. Number nine: Give. Giving begets begets receiving. As you give, it is given unto you. You should not expect to receive something for nothing. Even when you're, even when you know, I, I posted an article on Facebook. Um, I don't know if I did. It, uh, I have to see if I did it on Truth Transforms about entrepreneurs who always seeking people to do them favors but they don't bring anything to the table don't seek to get something for nothing if you are trying to collaborate with a person tell them this is what i'm bringing to the table for what you're going to give if you want somebody to you want to mentor be mentored by somebody who's highly successful let them know what you can do for them you want something from them offer them something you know i'll 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 volunteer for you i'll take care of this for you etc etc but you got to be mindful of that Number 10, be happy, be optimistic, put plenty of love and joy in all you do, which means you've got to shift your attitude. you got to become an optimistic thinker. You have to think happy. You have to change your vibration because all of that is attitude. And when you shift that vibration to love and joy, happiness and optimism, what you're doing is you're, you'll start to draw people and experiences that are consistent with that state of mind. So with that, we're going to end there. And next week, we're going to get into chapters six and seven. So God bless you. And I'll be with you next week with Truth Transforms.
1: Thank you for tuning in to Truth Transforms with Reverend Galen McDowell.
0: The Voice of an Awakening World.
1: As human beings, we have been granted quite a bit of power. One of the greatest powers that we have is the power of choice. We can choose to react to situations and to people in any way that we like. And it has tremendous effect on our lives and our world. There is a spiritual law that states, thoughts held in mind will produce after their kind. Simply put, our thoughts can create our worlds. And it's quite possible to change the total direction of our lives by simply changing the way we think, by choosing to see life differently. If you're unhappy with the direction your life is headed, remember you can change it. You've been given the power of choice. Learn how to choose it wisely.
0: This message has been brought to you by the Association of Unity Churches International. To find a Unity Church near you, visit www.unity.org. Walking the Talk, only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Hey, it's Radley Valentine. Join me for a brand new way of connecting with your angels on my new podcast, The Angel Tarot Show.